What's up, everybody? This is your host, Nia, and welcome to another episode of Nia on Air. Uh, those of you who are first-time listeners, thank you for joining me. Those of you who have been listening since the very beginning, thank you for staying loyal. You are appreciated, and I'm very excited. Um, I actually decided to try a live on air, um, and just instead of just the podcast, it's still going to be up on all podcast um, platforms. But the difference is going to be you guys can call in and talk now. Uh, that number. The number that the call in number is going to be 720-583-5039. I posted it. If you follow me, uh, Nia on air's page, I posted it on our page. I am going to post it on our Instagram page. So those of you who want to call in and talk about any topics that I reflect on tonight, please do so. Uh, it might be a lengthy show. I'll try to keep it. I try to keep our shows under 18, 20 minutes. Um, I'm thinking about doubling up when instead of like the part twos and stuff of things. Hopefully you guys can hear me well because last time your girl was like, why is it so low? <laughs> so um, I try to keep everything you know, not to go over, but as far as cases goes, when we're in our true crime conspiracy theory mode, do expect that those episodes, if need be, instead of breaking them up in parts, I'm actually thinking I'm just going to um, do a part one and a part two and record it together because unfortunately how Anchor is set up is you uh, you only have 30 minutes if you do it from your computer unless you do it from your phone then you have more time and so just to get it all out there at once uh, especially the, the true crime and um, true crime history anything that requires parts is, are, is definitely going to be on uh, a longer episode so you can expect at least probably an hour episode for those mental health check-ins that's pretty much you know my fave I always try to keep those real light so those are forever going to be sorry if you guys hear my computer Uh, I'm going to explain a lot of stuff tonight, so this episode might be a little bit lengthy, but um, I just want to make sure that I'm giving you guys the best quality. Uh, Everything has been updated. We have a lot of things that I need to get into. Actually, to be quite honest, I'll do mental health check-in. Let me... uh, let me get my Kaya on. Kaya, don't come to me. I love you. Uh, and put the number on the chat. But, you know, my phone not disconnected or nothing. This is 
if y'all want to call in. <laughs> uh, I don't want to make any enemies. It, it's a joke. It's really cute. If none of you guys know what I'm talking about, uh, you probably should check out this guy. I think his name is Reggie. Reggie something. And he's on Instagram and he does amazing impersonations. And he did an amazing impersonation um, of Kaya. And so I use it from time to time since I've been working on the website, y'all. No, but for real, I have <laughs> So when, you know, things like that happen, uh, and I, I say something I want, Kaya... Lord knows I don't want no beef with Kaya. The way she drags people on uh what's it called now? Is it called the Queen's Court? Or is it called the Dock? Is it oh it's called gag order. Hell, I don't I don't I have been so out of the loop lately. Um just be everything like Everything has been out of the loop. So let's get into. Uh, let's get into what do you guys want to start with? My mental health check in? Let's get into my mental health check in. Why not? So I have found for me. Again, oh, before I start, again, that number to call in if you want to join in on the conversation is 720-583-5039. You can call in. I'm live right now. And we'll get into some things. So mental health check in. My mental health has been interesting it's been hell of a ride but i don't i at this point like back before i always say bc before corona so bc i know what it really means for the sensitive people but right now i'm talking about right now so before corona i would give you guys these updates and it didn't feel or i didn't think about um any other, I guess, source. I, I thought about you guys' mental health. That's why I shared mine. So you guys can share yours with me if you feel comfortable because it's good to talk about it. I love podcasting with you guys because this is like my form of uh, therapy. I don't necessarily like talk therapy. Let's get into mental health for a second because people haven't don't like talking about it. I'll find my water. People don't like talking about it. And um, I don't understand why. The I don't understand why you don't like talking about your mental health. Uh, because holding it in does absolutely nothing for you. Uh, coming out about anything is hard. Especially to strangers. But I don't uh, understand, especially in the black community, 
why it's so frowned upon. Yes, I'm going to say it because we have a tendency of saying things like um, a story from from my past. Uh, I've been struggling with mental health for a long time. And uh, there were times that I was very unhappy with life and did not feel worth here. And you know what? I thought about it. I also reached out for help instead of the alternative. This topic is very sensitive to me, but we'll keep it on me. And uh, I reached out to my mom for help. And she, of course, says what most what I assume most black households say, and there's reasons behind why we don't uh, like to address mental health, but uh, she would say, you know, uh, ask for the blood of Christ to cover you. And I don't know how many of you have actually had a panic attack, but during a panic attack, yes, changing your mind, going for a walk, doing things differently, even prayer. I'm not against it, but sometimes it doesn't necessarily work. And I'm speaking from personal experience. So it is good to reach out to someone and talk to them and have a talk therapy session. It is good to go out and see a psychiatrist and just Give it a shot. I'm not saying you have to do everything. Do what makes you comfortable. Um, Me personally, I love my psychiatrist. I'm very open about me seeking mental health for anxiety and depression, which is what I suffer from and uh, PTSD. And so therefore, I have no, I, I don't care. I will talk to you about it all day, every day. Uh, Recently, I'm getting back into talk therapy, probably because I don't talk to you guys as much as I'd like to. And so if I fix that, I probably won't need talk therapy. But here's my theory on talk therapy, at least in my experience. Um... When I can't relate to my therapist, uh, and of course, some of you are going to be like, oh, skin, whatever. So, you know what? It matters. Let's just see. Let me put it on the table. It matters to have someone that you can relate to. So black people, I'm speaking to my black and brown people specifically, if you're looking to get help, my suggestion is to find another person of color. That is no shade because my psychiatrist is white and I love her to pieces. And I'm not saying that to be shady. I'm saying when you're talking about certain things that cut deep, there's things that a person of not, that's not of the same ethnicity or color as you will not understand. I'm speaking from personal experience. Maybe it was just the therapist that I've had. There, there weren't um, 
broad enough to understand. I don't know. I'm not making excuses for somebody. I'm giving you my experience. My experience with getting with a person of color, I was able to touch on the topic that truly deeply hurt me and it helped. When I change, I changed because I had to because of insurance reason, reasons. And I still I go to someone that my psychiatrist performs, loves her to love her to pieces. I speak to her. Um, I speak to her openly regardless if the conversation is gonna be awkward and that's the problem. The conversation is awkward when you are A, already concerned about mental health in the first place and don't really wanna talk to folks that you don't know and B, the fact that it feels, first of all, I'm uncomfortable in here about to spill my life away and then now I'm uncomfortable because some of that has to do with racism. So now I have to sit across from a person who I'm assuming is not a racist because of their profession, which we cannot assume that because that's not true. Um, not saying that my therapist is, I don't believe she is. And I and past that awkward part with her we've had conversation anyways that you add being uncomfortable to um now being uncomfortable really trying to get to the depth of what your problem is your problems are and the person that you're talking to can't relate they can say they understand, but they can't relate. I say all that to say because my sometimes my talk therapist gives me the right. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm not bashing therapy because I cannot wait to talk to her. I think I talked to her on Wednesday. And I am absolutely thrilled <laughs> to talk to her because there's some things I do want to talk about. But I'm just saying because of the climate that we're in and because I know personally from the Black community that talking to other people, to therapists, we don't talk to the police. We don't talk to therapists. We don't talk to counselors I don't know it's an it's a unspoken sometimes spoken rule in people's households to not run your business down to the folks and there's reasons behind that that's a topic for another day but I did want to touch on mental health this is my talk therapy in my personal opinion because if a person is if I'm talking to you and all you have for me is right right oh I understand I understand yep yep and then give me a list of tools that I do mostly every day anyway I question if I just need to vent to someone or do I need therapy but I'm sure you all have the same questions as well if you're like I don't know about therapy I will tell you though when I had my therapist who was the same race as me boy was that some great therapy so that's why I'm gonna say yes to therapy uh it is hard to find someone to relate to my psych psychiatrist I can relate to her and that's dope but she's a different vibe so maybe that's what why 
I can relate to her. Who knows? But I just want to say that it is okay to reach out and get help. It's okay to talk to someone. If you feel that therapy, psychiatry, that world is just not for you, I still suggest finding someone who you can confide into. But remember, there's someone, uh, Kanye, he's definitely on my mind. Charlemagne uh, made a great point about who the the go-to guy go-to. So if you're constantly going to the same person and that person might be dealing with something else, that's something that you want to think about. That's hence why I support therapy. Um, Just an experience from experience, I do suggest if you can, a person of that either understands or the same ethnicity as you definitely does a world of difference. So now my rant about mental health, which I wasn't even going to go into fully, uh, not 17 minutes into it, that's sure. Uh, (laughs) But thanks for listening to the rant. Make sure if you want to call in and if you want to join in and let me know what what your thoughts are, um, black or white or indifferent, uh, brown, Asian, all the folks, there's no discrimination here. Please give me a call. Let's talk about it. 720-583-5039. The lines are open. Also, you know, if you're listening out there, thank you. And I did have a share button so you can share So let's pick up where we left off. Um, A lot has happened, right, you guys? Um, A lot has happened in this past uh, couple months here. And I'm going to start with a topic that that's been weighing on me a long time actually and I I was I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about it on the podcast to be quite honest uh but I am and that's George Floyd I'm gonna start with George Floyd George Floyd was hard to watch we all can agree with that and um I spent two days uh, to to sleepless night watching the city of Minneapolis burn down behind what happened to George Floyd. Um, the anger I felt in those two days was, you know, people can only take so much before they can't take it anymore. I don't condone looting that's not going to get your message across um I don't condone any of what took place in Minneapolis as a whole but here we are 
I remember, and if those of you who know me, you know that I love me some Tupac, one of my favorite rappers. And I feel like I've said this before, probably because I recorded this episode and then deleted it because I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to talk about George Floyd. But I remember Tupac uh, giving an analogy in an interview one day, and he basically was saying that, you know, if you outside and you hungry, you know that if you know somewhere has some food, you're going to knock on the door. And your knocks are going to be light at first because you hungry a little bit. You know, there's food in there. You want to get in, right? So you knock a little bit. You knock politely. First couple times you knock politely. As you get more hungrier, your knocks get more aggressive. As your stomach is now touching your rib cage because you're so hungry and you've asked nicely, you ask with a little aggression here and there, but then you always ask nicely. And then after that, there's no more asking. You just going to kick the door in and take everything that they have. That was Tupac's word in an interview Um, I believe I want to say 92 and it stuck with me because I believe with all of the cases that I've seen and that I've actually followed through with because Lord knows there's way too many to keep up with Um, but what I'm talking about is Sam DeBoe Uh, Arlington Sterling, uh, Tamar Rice, George Floyd, Rashard Brooks, Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner, Troy Davis. I go on and on and on. Is asking. Shoot, the Rodney King riots is a part of breaking in the door and taking what you got but you were asking previous to that so I say all that to say we are now at a point where we're not nobody's asking you we're telling you we're tired and things will get crazy unfortunately you know what not all of it and I hate the fact that it's like black lives matter is taking the heat for other groups or hate to break it to some of y'all who are like I back the blue uh, the police themselves trying to cause a riot now here comes conspiracy Mia making her way down here uh, in my eyes to cause a riot to cause chaos to bring in the military i.e. Portland i.e. Chicago to start trying to control the people because there's a president who believes there's a dictation dictatorship uh, going on and I don't know who told him that but that's not true Uh, And I know I'm going to get some heat for talking about the president, but hey, it it goes all together. Uh, Defund the police. 
after the George Floyd thing and the defund the police that I've heard so much about. Honestly, this one, I'm going to say that the next time we speak, I'm going to research it because my opinion was um, definitely I did not agree with defunding the police. I agreed with retraining the police. But then it gets into a more touchy topic. And I got to watch an interview with Tyler Perry, who also did not agree with defunding the police, but having more training and listen to his uh, his thoughts on how we should go forward, which I I liked what he said. And Tyler Perry is a man who I met gosh this has to be 2000 2001 maybe he was homeless living in his car and um to see him go from where he was then he was selling these tapes Medea tapes uh, that were horrible quality but he was selling them for about five or ten dollars outside of his car and he lived in his car uh, and to see him from there to now, I respect his view on defunding the police. I suggest you guys check that interview out. It was on CNN. Uh, but now, the issue with defunding the police for me is not take, taking away resources is just not what I think should happen. I think retraining should definitely happen but to to rebuttal the people who say retraining has nothing to do with retraining we have the Ku Klux Klan and uh, badges we do Uh, but not everybody unfortunately you have to weed out those people the problem with weeding out those people is that it's not just the police (laughs) it's the judge it's your public defender it's your prosecutor it's your supreme court judge it's your um uh prosecutor district attorney it's your it's everybody in the legal system it's not just one person shit uh henry hill and uh gosh goodfellas love this movie Robin De Niro played him. They uh, roughed up a guy and uh, was threatened to feed him to the tigers because he was he owed some money. They, obviously, it's the mob. And um, Henry Hill, this is the interview, and it's on uh, Goodfellas, one of my favorite movies. Uh, says that the reason why they got caught, they ended up having to do, I believe it was like 10 years for roughing that guy up because come to find out his sister was a typist or administrator or something for the FBI. So she told on her brother, everybody. Um, So what I'm saying is that you don't know who's who that's the issue with defunding the police until you have a clear plan of how you're going to go about getting the people who are saying you can't wait to slaughter n-words all over the radio you figuring out those people is going to be a little bit challenging to do if you have 
them sitting in different offices like judges and that that's why it's so important to vote uh, the two years because you can have your 80 year old judge sit up there because they're winning by default because nobody's paying attention to the Supreme Court judge or the DA and re-electing them to be shit their medical use don't even pay attention to your medical examiner to even see if you want to keep that person in office i.e that person could be a part of it too is bigger than what people think that it is that's what i'm trying to say so me my thoughts on defunding is i don't see it and i don't see it because it's broader than just the police plus and then the fact to talk about abolishing police for me nobody's going to abolish the police I, I don't know if those are like Antifa people or whoever I don't know but ain't nobody defunding the police you need police that's just you need public safety. You just need to get it right. And in the case of George Floyd, what I found out is what what we, a lot of us found out is that that man uh, that man knew him. That man obviously had a vendetta against him. I let me talk to the allies for a second because I feel bad um, and I've said this a couple of times we're almost at 30 minutes so this is definitely a, a longer podcast again if you want to join in the conversation that number is 720-583-5039 phone lines are open if not I'm just going to get everything I need off my chest because like I said this is my therapy if you want to listen thank you for listening I appreciate you cash app if you want to support a little bit uh, keep the channel moving OMG it's Keisha ITZ it is how that's spelled or link is in the bios of everything check out NiaOnAir.com as well so George Floyd uh, for the allies who are going so hard and uh, we're getting Black Lives Matter murals painted across certain cities. My city is one of them. Even though I drove past it, it was pretty faded for something that was painted two months ago. I don't know how I feel about that. But um, I would hate for our white allies to get upset if they get a not guilty verdict like we did with Trayvon Martin or Sam DeBow or gosh everybody everybody all of the people um it would be very hard I believe for Derek Chauvin don't care to pronounce his name correctly uh to get a not guilty but if he does I do not want people to be surprised, hurt, and hopefully we don't have to go through riots and things of that nature again because of a not guilty verdict. Uh, Because 
George Floyd had fentanyl and meth in his system. And uh, the only thing that I can think of is when Trayvon Martin had a trace of weed in his system and how of a game changer that was for that case. And I just am hoping for the best when it comes to George Floyd because that was very hard to watch. And honestly, I believe we all suffered some traumatic experience from seeing that happen and play out the way it did, obviously, given what the, what happened afterwards, which I do not agree with. Um, Rayshard Brooks. I actually, now this one, I watched the video all the way through. George Floyd, I absolutely could not finish it. I was... It was like Eric, rest in peace, Eric Gardner. It was like watching Eric Gardner all over again. It was terrible. Rashard Brooks was terrible as well. However, I did watch it um, because it was a freaking like hour long arrest uh, for reasons still to me that are unknown. Uh, I know I'm going to get a lot of flags on this channel because it's you know, the police are listening. They always are. They're not going to like what I'm going to say. But who cares? Here we are. So, uh, Rayshard Brooks, the summary that I can give of it. Fell asleep in the Wendy's line. Police officer walks up to his door, knocks on the door, or knocks on the window a couple times. He's still asleep. He cracks the door a little bit just to make sure... Rayshard was okay. He asked him, hey, buddy, you okay? You okay? And uh, he uh, finally woke up. And then when he woke up, he was a little bit, of course, out of it. And he um, went back to sleep police officer walks back to his car goes back to sleep those of you who've seen the video know what I mean and then uh, he goes back over there again hey can you move over let's have a conversation Rayshard moves the car over um, he's asking for his license and registration asking if he's okay if he just got off work uh civil conversation we all know the police can be aggressive but this I in this one this particular police officer and I don't believe it was Ross that was one who I believe killed him um, I'm not sure the last the other guy's name I believe it's like the B he uh, was not aggressive uh, he actually says in the video I don't know if I even want to deal with this right now. And I'm thinking, I wonder why. That's my first thought. I wonder why. Um, because the man's drunk. It's definitely, it's a DUI stop. Uh, he was, in, he fell asleep. He moved his car over. He was drunk. He's trying to talk to them and tell them things that did not make sense um, and his rights were not read to him but 
as Officer Roth went to put handcuffs on him is when the fight or the tussle started. And when the tussle started, I believe the other officer is who's a taser he grabbed and he's running away and he just sets it on his shoulder and shoots it. I don't know. He didn't really look back. He was still running away. So I don't believe it hit the officer or it, or it did a little bit. I didn't see this part. Now, this part is just audio. He's saying, he says on the audio, oh, I think he hit my hand with the taser not quite sure if that's true or not because there was 18 feet of distance in between them so I don't know how far those things go but it was kind of like trying to listen to a story play out before lieutenant or sergeant gets here on the audio part after Rayshard was shot no, I did not see him get kicked or him, anybody stand on his hands because I believe that was the Wendy's surveillance. The surveillance I watched was from body cams. Um, Rayshard, <sighs> my questions are, if you have his car, his license, and he's on probation, he's running away from you, yes. I, it's somebody and I think I deleted them because they called it a clean kill yes he was running away and he shot a weapon that could have incapacitated an officer for five seconds but I don't know if if he shot the weapon and it even would have hit the officer as drunk as he was and 18 feet away if he would have stopped at the 18 feet to run back to try to attempt to take the officer's weapon the world will never know if that part would have happened the point is you don't shoot somebody in their back if they're running away and you have their id their vehicle every probe they're on probation you will find this person he could have ran that's my thoughts on it if you disagree then we can agree to disagree i it's nothing about uh rayshard brooks or any of the people who have died to police brutality is clean kills. You shouldn't be shooting to kill anybody, especially if a person does not have a weapon. And miss me with, well, he had a taser, a one round shot that he missed the um, officer and it, no. The answer is no, don't, I don't wanna hear that. So. Uh, you can leave your comments on Neon Air underscore on Instagram on www.neonair.com. You can leave it on the message board. Uh, call in number will be on every episode. I will actually put it in the description and on the website. Uh, we now offer some merch. I have some uh, true crime and horror type of things coming. But for right now, what's up there is uh, some symbols, uh, spiritual symbols and what they mean. Um, the revolution will be televised. Uh, those of you who know, know. 
if you want to support please do uh there's a link to my paypal on the page as well or my cash app uh i want to continue to bring you guys great content on top of that this is therapeutic for me i love talking about it and i don't care i've been called so many things for other uh topics i've been i've discussed on here so tell me how you really feel we want to i want to know i will respond we'll have a conversation you could call in we can talk i don't care it's what we need to do so these conversations are hard to have and everybody wants to dance around them but at the end of the day we need to have these conversations so with that being said i'm actually gonna wrap this one up uh just because if we go over some more i will go into another rant about some other things that have been bothering me we will talk about number 45 because I can't take it anymore. Hopefully we are all on the same page. If not, that's unfortunate. Um, What else? Make sure you guys check out the website. I worked really, really hard to get that together for you guys. Um, I have some of my poetry books that I'm going to probably put out. Uh, the journal tab on neonair.com has some of my favorite quotes and poems on there. Uh, copyright issues. I can't put the rose that grew from concrete. I don't believe, but I will find out. But I'm definitely, uh, you know, that's one of my favorite poems. I love talking to you guys. I love you all. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the people who are listening. Thank you for the new listeners. Thank you. And stay safe. Stay sucker free. And (laughs) spread love, you guys. That's all we got. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.